Hey guys, it's Chase with csjoseph.life. Today we are enjoying a very nice rainstorm here in uh, Northern California. And uh, today we're going to be talking about another one of the personality profiles for our 16 personalities series. Uh, the series we've covered, let's see, six of the uh, 16 types, and we're going to be working on the seventh one now, which is another member of the starter types, the formative initiating movement types. This particular type is near and dear to my heart because, well, it's my type. It's actually mine. So today, uh, we're going to be looking at the ENTP, also known as the Extroverted Intuitive Thinking Perceiver, also known as the Visionary. Some people call it the Originator, which is actually pretty true because the ENTP is very original in a lot of things and is constantly focused on innovation. Some people call the ENTP the Innovator which I would say is pretty accurate. Um, I mean, I'm always innovating or coming up with new ways of doing things, new ways of thinking, which requires a lot of free thinking. I mean, the ultimate nightmare of the ENTP is going into a coma and then waking up, realizing it's 20 years later and society has changed so much that uh, everyone's thoughts are monitored by police, for example, and there's no such thing as uh, free thinking anymore to the point where any ENTP, or even in some cases ESTPs, are just shot on sight because they have rebellious thoughts, for example, right? It's because of our TE critic, it just has to challenge all of the boundaries and all the rules. So, anyway, I have my trusty whiteboard here. Little mini whiteboard um, for everyone to see. Hopefully we can actually see it. <laughs> yes, we can. Awesome. So. The ENTP. Uh, so uh, it's an intellectual, so uh, I'm always future thinking. Uh, for example, uh, it's a starter type, visionary, informative, initiating movement, as we just said, focused all about progress. I really don't care about things being under control. I can definitely operate in total chaos and still meet objectives and goals. Uh, it's be, as long as I have progress, as long as I'm moving and I can measure that progress or at least see that there is progress happening, as an ENTP, doesn't bother me. Bring on the chaos. In fact, I'll even go out of my way to inject chaos in situations that I believe are stagnant in order to get progress going, in order to get movement going. And yeah, that causes a lot of trouble between me and my peers, or my peers and I, but uh, at the end of the day, it's... Uh, it doesn't matter. Why? Well, because to ENTPs, the ends justify the means. It, it always does for us. We're willing to do the things that people don't really want to do in order to reach goals. And it could be our personal goals, or it could be the goals of the organization we work for, goals of the family, goals of the f uh, community, goals of the church, the parish, mosque, whatever. Whatever those goals are, we're willing to break the rules, even the social rules, to make that happen. Wow, this rainstorm is pretty crazy. So, anyway, such is the way of the ENTP. So, we have the uh, ENTP ego. Um, so, expert intuition hero, any hero, is my hero function. So, what is that like? That's basically the ENTP's ability to tap into the metaphysical realm. We're aware of metaphysics. We're not really aware of physics so much. Which means one of our weaknesses is that 
we really can't take a hammer to a nail. And uh, a famous ENTP known as Steve Jobs, for example, there's a great film uh, starring uh, Michael Fassbender about Steve Jobs, and there's a great scene in there where, uh, uh, I think it's Seth Rogen playing uh, Steve Wozniak, accusing uh, Jobs of like never being able to uh, take a hammer to a nail, for example. Well, that's true. I mean, don't expect me to build a freaking house. I'm just not going to do it. See, I'm going to hire someone else to do it. Oh, but that makes you less of a man because you can't take a hammer to a nail. No, well, I mean, if I'm making money in other ways and paying someone else to do it, that's known as an economy. Why should I be expected to do everything myself, huh? At least I could change my own oil, which most man children out there can't even remotely do that. You know, of course, that came from the fact that my INFJ uncle basically looked at me one day and said, Hey, if you have a penis in this family, you are expected to change your own oil. Get your ass in the shop. And that's how I learned. So, very good SE inferior to SI inferior in spirit experience, if you know what I mean. So, expert intuition hero. It gives me basically the ability to have prescience or precognition. I can anticipate things before they happen. Why? Well, because expert intuition follows the first law of time, which is... Uh, all that has happened before will happen again. They talk about it a lot in Battlestar Galactica. Uh, in my opinion, it's like law zero of quantum mechanics because law one is as if you observe a probability, you innately make it more likely that that probability will come true. So if I've experienced something in the past, I can anticipate when it's going to happen again. That's basically how prescience works. It's not just like some magical, ooh, I instantly know the future. No, no, no. See, I have to have past experience with SI inferior to be able to accurately anticipate the future. Not only that, it doesn't necessarily have to be an experience that I have. If I, if I gain a lot of experience by reading a whole bunch of books, knowing uh, history, and I just really fill my SI long-term memory hard drive in my head, then that even further uh, increases my ability to predict the future. The same thing goes with ENFPs. They both have that ability. Why? Well, because ENPs are known as the pathfinder types. Because expert intuition hero is obsessed with finding the right path. And it does this by knowing all paths forward. I, I mean, there's times there's been super conflicts in my life, for example, when I knew that I would have to, you know, mentally duke it out with somebody else, and the stakes were very high. Uh, like, like homelessness was on the table for one of my very close friends, one of my lovers, actually. And uh, she was looking at homeless, and I had to go to bat with her, uh, you know, with her family. And I had to literally, on the, on the way driving to her parents' house to have that conversation, I literally, in my mind thought of every single possible future that could take place uh, before that conversation and, and, I, and I developed strategies for each one of those futures that I may encounter. So ahead of time, before I even arrived, I had an entire game plan, you know, and, and I did it logically with my TI parent following logic. So if her mother did this, this is how I would behave. If, if, her, if her stepfather did this, this is what I would do in, in response. And then and then one of those futures came true, 
and then they started and I just started playing my game I started playing each strategy each uh, contingency for everything that they did ENTPs are all about contingency plans they always have a contingency plan they they way they, they the way that we speak is like we always have an out just in case just in case that why well Effie child doesn't like feeling guilty for letting people down so it always has an out and conversation or responsibility to dip out. ENTPs are notorious for dipping out, even at the last minute. Why? Well, it's because you're either trying to avoid having the personal responsibility with that situation, or we're perceiving that it's just not safe, or we're aware of a possible future that an unsafe situation could manifest. Like, there is times when I went to a bar and I'm like, well, a bar fight would come up, what do I do? Well, I go out this exit when this happens, and if it's over in this location, I go out that exit over there. I'm always aware of those possibilities. That's what extroverted intuition is all about. Being aware of the constant collective what if. What if this happens? 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 What do I do? What if this? So, what if this happens? What do I do? What if this happens? What do I do? If this happen, if this happens, I do this, you know, um, or uh, or if I see this company, I'm going to tell you what I think about it, so you change your value system on that, you know. That's basically what happens. I don't know how many times I've seen people in their lives, and I've interrupted their lives, randomly started talking to them, giving them a little bit piece of knowledge or wisdom or something, just guide their path slightly, because I could see their future with Expert Intuition Hero. Expert intuition is all about looking into the will of other people. It's aware of what other people want, what other people are going to do before they do it, uh, their desires, um, their future. I can literally see into the future of other people. And then I just say that one thing that kind of course corrects their future a little bit if they listen to me, and then they end up having a better life. I don't know how many times I've had that conversation with people where I've just said, hey, if you do this, you'll get this, you know? And then they do it, and then like two years later, they're thanking me for it. So for example, I actually have a really good example of that. There's this guy, he was 20, 25, 26 years old, I was talking to him, and I don't even know why, but he got involved with a 16-year-old one time. And uh, like they were having a relationship, it hadn't gotten physical yet, but it was, uh, but it was pretty close to getting to that. And he wanted to like go to her mom and talk to her about it and see if you know anything can happen. I'm like, dude, you're a moron. And I ripped him a new one. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Dude, she's underage. Uh, in most states, that's statutory rape. Are you prepared to go to jail? You know, well, it's not like that. We're really in love. And I'm like, dude, she's 16. She doesn't even know that. So what I did was is I accused him of being, you know, incapable of like comprehending what manhood even means, gave him some tips on it, and he immediately stopped his behavior. Turns out, six months later, no, eight months later, he contacts me out of random. I didn't even I never thought I'd even see the guy again, but somehow he gets a hold of me and then he's like, Oh hey, uh yeah, I'm happily uh, engaged now. We're getting married. I got a house. I got a very nice new job. Everything's working out for me, all thanks to your advice. And it's just like, okay, what? Really? That was a thing? You know, why, why do ENTPs do this? Well, the answer is Effie Child. Extroverted feeling child causes ENTPs to make pe to change people's values in such a way that gives them a better life. I, I really am aware of how other people feel, you know? ENTPs get a bad rap. We're taught, we're told that we're like these big assholes, you know, that don't really care, etc. That's not really true. 
we we actually do care. Anti, but oh, but you're too harsh with your TI parent. You're too harsh and you're abusive. No, I'm sorry, guys. The truth is harsh. Get over it. Like I'm going to tell the truth, and I don't care how you feel about it. I have to tell you the exact truth as it is. Why? So you can grow up. People tell me the hard truth all the time, and then I grow up. You know. So people tell me the harsh truth all the time with my TE critic, so I have to make changes with my TI parent and immediately change my behavior. I'm not gonna hold on to some stupid belief system or some dogma that I grew up with, you know, and have that dominate my life. I'm not gonna do that. That's dumb. Like, and people do that all the time. I, I'm not gonna do that because uh, what's true? What's actually true or false? That's what matters to an ENTP. You know, and if it's not true, then why am I behaving that way? And if I haven't discovered that it's true for myself, then why am I adhering to this belief system or this way of doing things or this rule or this process or this routine? I don't care. Why? Because it's not based in truth. But it makes people feel good. And I'm like, okay, well, that's nice, but so you want everyone to live a lie? No, I can't live a lie. See, ENTPs, we can't live a lie. ENTPs cannot live a lie. And that's that that's that's a serious problem because you know what's funny about that? ENTPs virtue is sincerity. We are deadly sincere. Almost too sincere by some people's standards because of our harsh TI parent. ESTPs have a similar bad rap in that way because they have TI parent as well and they're accused of being harsh all the time. It's not about that. We're trying to help people. We tear them down so they can be built up again. We're going to burn the forest down so that their new life can come. And the only way to do that is to breathe fire with our TI parents. To breathe fire of truth. Because truth burns like fire. It's like hellfire. It's burning the lies away, right? And that's what TI parent does. We exist to burn the lies away. We exist to cause other people to become diamonds. How are diamonds created? Well, diamonds are the most precious substance on the earth, right? But they're also inherently flawed, kind of like human beings. And what makes a diamond better? What creates a diamond? Pressure, heat, pain, suffering, truth, right? That's the whole point I'm trying to make with TI Parent, guys. It exists to tell the truth for your sake. Not just my sake, it's for your sake. It's here to improve you. It's here to tell you the truth so you can have a standard with which you can live by that's based on actual truth and not based on how other people feel about it. It has nothing to do with that because people's feelings change. Truth doesn't change. Well, that's your truth. No, no, logic is not about you know, someone, you know, that's your truth. That has nothing to do about that. You know, sure, truth can be interpreted in different ways, but logic is a nice little process. If this, then this. If this is true, then that's false. If this is true, then that's true. If this is false, then that's true, etc. It's a nice little process. If you know how things interrelate with each other, either with extroverted sensing in the physical environment or expert intuition in the metaphysical environment, if you know people's futures, if you know the collective what if, or if you know the collective what is, expert sensing, and you can see the pattern of that, you can start making logical decisions with TI Parent for ESTPs or ENTPs to help navigate that realm in a way that makes sense, right? So why would I want to live a lie based off, oh, we have this rule or this tradition or this standard based on how people feel. We don't feel it's good to overpopulate the planet so 
you know, we're going to make, you know, have all these Malthusian-based laws, and, and it's just like, okay, come on, who cares? How about we should just try to be sovereign human beings and live in truth instead of living the lie? You know, ESTPs have it right. They test the rules, they test the boundaries to see if those rules or boundaries are structural, to see if they'll actually, if they're worth having, if they'll exist. ENTPs do the same thing. We try, we, we test the social norms constantly. We test traditions, and yet we're very traditional. Why? Well, we have SI inferior. ENTPs actually are very traditional. The problem is, is that once we try a tradition, we end up either loving it or absolutely hating it, so we'll throw it away. I'm sorry, guys. As an ENTP, I really don't care about Thanksgiving dinner that much. I really don't care. Like, I'll order pizza, you know, but my family, like my ISFJ mother, she's got to have that traditional turkey dinner, you know. And, and SPs and SJs, they can live in turkey dinner land. I really don't care. I mean, ooh, turkey dinner every year at the same time. That's real original, guys. No, I'm not going to do that. SI Inferior is willing to have all of those experiences, but it has to be comfortable to do so. SI Inferior is where my insecurity exists. It's where the insecurity and the fear of the ENTP exists. Why? It's because I'm afraid of trying new things. For example, this YouTube channel, right? Do you know how long it took me to finally have the guts to do it? Like, seriously, it took forever. Why? It wasn't because I was afraid of failure. I was afraid of success. I was afraid that I couldn't handle it, right? So, again, it's new. New experiences for SI inferior makes the ENTP insecure, and then we get stuck in this rut of inaction because it's like, well, there's this new thing. I don't know how it'll go. I'm too afraid, so I'm just going to not make the decision. And that gives the ENTP failure to launch syndrome. In the same way, NI inferior gives the ESTP and the ESFP failure to launch syndrome because they're afraid of what they want. I don't know if I'm wanting the right thing. SI inferior is similar. I don't, I don't know if I'm experiencing the right thing. They're constantly questioning themselves, afraid that they're experiencing the wrong thing, afraid that they're doing things wrong incorrectly. So instead of actually trying through trial and error with doing, we ENTPs decide to do nothing. It's ridiculous. Do you know how long it took me to get over that? Years and years and years, and I still struggle with it every day anyway. Fear sucks, guys. Fear is the mind killer, according to Dune. I recommend you read Dune, by the way, because it's got a very nice outlook on how fear works. Fear really is the mind killer. An ENTP who becomes secure in his SI inferior and starts to aspire with it, do you know what that ENTP is going to start doing when he's going aspirational and getting into his ISFJ subconscious? That's when an ENTP actually seeks failure. When that ENTP starts realizing that pain and suffering is inevitable, and realizing that pain and suffering and failure actually makes the ENTP into a better human being. It makes them smarter, it makes them stronger, it makes them more manly, it makes them more capable. Why? Because they're filling their SI with so much experience. Because logically speaking, if I'm failing a lot, then that means I can anticipate with my any hero what success is. And because I failed everywhere else, that means all that's left is logically a success. So if the ENTP actually focuses on being willing to suffer and have pain, pain of life, and to uh, um, have failure and is okay with failure to the point where they even seek failure following the scientific method in some cases, 
that ENTP will be more successful. If you're in a relationship with an ENTP, you have to encourage them to seek failure. You have to encourage them to be okay with pain. Why? The ISFJ subconscious is built for punishment. That's why it's there. It's built to take abuse. And what it does after taking punishment and abuse, like, like a knight in shining armor fighting a war, and it's just constantly taking the hits, but somehow making it through with that broadsword, you know, kind of like uh, Sir Jorah Mormont or Sir Barristan Selmy from Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like that whole situation. Uh, it's just gaining the ENTP more and more and more combat experience to the point where they could just start anticipating the future with their prescience and actually land killing blows over and over and over and over, all because they were willing to take the risk, all because they are willing to accept failure as the norm. That is the power of SI Inferior and any hero, guys. It's all about embracing failure and not being too insecure over, you know, doing new things or I'm not going to do it right and people won't feel good about me failing in this manner. Yeah, ENTPs, we're going to fail. How about try to fail so that when you fail, you gain the experience of that failure and the more experience of failure you have, the more likely you are to create success. First law of quantum mechanics, if you observe a probability, you inherently make it more likely to come true. First law of time, if it has happened before, it will happen again. With your logical TI parent, you can start actually building up success in that way, specifically because you because you can do that. Benjamin Franklin talks about this very concept in his autobiography. Guess what? Benjamin Franklin's an ENTP. You know, Steve Jobs talked about it all the time. Watch his interviews. He's an ENTP, right? These successful ENTPs finally figured it out that suffering and pain and failure were the real hallmarks of success, the real stepping stones, the real path to follow. The path to enlightenment is through failure, according to the ENTP. That's what it means. That is the vision behind what we are. Now, the subconscious. The ENTPs worry is in his own future or her own future. I worry about my own future all the time, like every day. I'm worried about, uh, you know, SI Inferior also makes ENTPs super insecure with their body, you know, to a point where like we're these crazy hypochondriacs and like we think we're dying even though we're not. I do that all the time. I annoy the hell out of my doctors. You know, uh, Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs did that. Benjamin Franklin did that. Howard Hughes, another ENTP, did that all the time. And Howard Hughes was crazy, like super mental over his hypochondria. Some ENTPs just can't get it. But when it comes to our bodies, we're super insecure in our own skin because it's like, am I dying? I feel this weird thing. Am I dying right now? No, no, you have to have faith. See, that's what SI Inferior is all about, having faith. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to the mountain of life, the obstacle in your life, be thou removed. And it will move out of the way because if you have faith, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of failure, pain and suffering, if you have faith, eventually, because you have faith, that successful future will be yours. First law of quantum mechanics again. Observe that probability. By observing that probability with faith from SI inferior, you have in it, you have inherently made it more likely that that successful future will be in your grasp.
right? Some people call it the, the law of attraction. I don't care about the occultic teaching of the law of attraction because technically the law of attraction really is the first law of quantum mechanics. So, oh well, let's just keep it scientific. You know what I mean? So anyway, back to my own future. I worry about my own future all the time constantly worry about it and as a starter type i'm constantly starting these crazy innovative schemes to give myself a better future all the time because i'm so worried about it you know and and, and the fact that i'm already afraid of failure i'm also worried about failure i'm worried about failing tomorrow so then it just compounds and this is what causes this s-i-n-i uh storm in my mind that just leads to inaction and lethargy and idleness you know you, you got to get over your worry guys you know you just have to you got to get worried about your get over your worry about tomorrow and to do that you have to develop your faith because the more faith you have the more you can take the punishment the more you can take the hits in life and the more hits you take the more experience you have the more likely you are to create yourself to find a path with your any hero so that you can give yourself the ideal future that you want such as the way of the ENTP. It allows you to, to develop that vision and then using your INTJ's uh, unconscious shadow mind, you could use this part of your mind to execute it. Find the vision here, gain the experience in life to develop the vision further, go down here with your subconscious and then execute that vision and then live the vision because you're able to do that. That is how you defeat NI Nemesis. You do it through faith. All SI users work this way. All SI users need to embrace faith. Now, it's especially important, you know, uh, SI parents like ESTJs, ESFJs, they don't really care as much about faith. I mean, they, they do take it seriously, um, but it's usually from a point of tradition. It's traditional faith, you know? It's not like how SI heroes or SI child or SI inferior really take it seriously. It's because they're trying to be responsible with their faith. Because ESFJs, ESTJs don't want to find themselves in a situation where they're just giving themselves over to dogma and blind faith. Because they see everyone else with their SE critic having blind faith in their belief systems, right? And that's important about SI inferior. Do not have blind faith. ENTPs are weak to blind faith, just like ENFPs are. Um, those are those people that give a huge amount of money to churches. Those are the people that are like ENTPs, believe it or not, everyone accuses them of being scam artists, but they are easily scammed, especially in the youth. It happened to Benjamin Franklin. Uh, a, a local governor scammed him and ended up sending him on a wild goose chase to, uh, to England from Philadelphia or from the colonies, or from Boston, I don't remember. But he ended up in London, and he was screwed. He was stranded, and he had to live in London for a couple of years. Well, his SI inferior said, okay, well, this sucks. I learned my lesson. I'm going to take the hits with my SI ISFJ subconscious, and guess what? I'm going to become a better person. And he did. And he, and he learned so much more about his trade, and when he came back to uh, the colonies, he was way better than he was ever before. And was able to utilize all of that experience to help build for him that ideal future so he can get over his worry with his NI nemesis. That's who he is, right? So, TE critic. <laughs> Young ENTPs, myself included, have this problem where we literally think everyone is stupid. I, I used to walk around all the time believing, and I got such a reputation for being an arrogant, you know, fool. is because I just walked around believing everyone else was stupid. And why? Well, that's because if I'm being responsible with my thinking, I see other people are being irresponsible with their thinking, which means they're all stupid, you know, to a young ENTP. 
It wasn't until I swallowed my pride and actually engaged in humility that I started listening to other people. And I listened to what they valued with my FE child, but I also listened to what they thought with my TE critic. And I just decided to open up my mind and learn, you know, and because of that, I was able to empower my SI inferior to really empower my prescience and my precognitive capabilities, my, you know, my what if detector and my expert intuition hero, and to help build myself a better future. All because I started listening to other people instead of just writing them off as stupid. So Benjamin Franklin even talks about this in his autobiography. Guys, just listen to people. He has an entire, he actually has an entire paper that he wrote specifically on listening and active listening and how important it is and how to get over the TE critic because that rational critic just believes everyone's stupid. Guys, let it go. You know, you're not the smartest person in the world. You're pretty brilliant. No one's going to argue with that, but you're not the smartest person in the world. Allow other people to be intelligent too. You know, ESTPs have this problem as well. They share it with ENTPs. ETPs just think everyone's dumb. Try to like realize that people have different cognitive functions and different priorities mentally, and they're not always prioritizing thinking. Thusly, because you're learning to understand other people, because you know their cognitive functions and their type, then you won't write them off as stupid because then you'll be able to explain and understand the reason behind why they make the decision they do and their behaviors. Because of this science, I stopped believing that people were inherently stupid. Thank God, because now I can actually have relationships with people instead of arrogantly writing them off like I used to. You know, it, it was horrible of me. I mean, like, four or five years ago, no one could even stand me or have anything to do with me because that's how bad I was. I was so arrogant about that. You know, and the guy that, uh, you know, took me off the street, literally, and taught me this stuff, uh, you know, I owe a lot to him. But I had to humble myself, and he even told me to my face, you need to humble yourself right now and listen to what I have to tell you. He was an ESTP, because he, he had that TE critic problem too, and he had to do it, and I did as well. Thusly, I was able to learn from him, and then I started developing my knowledge in the science, and that's, you know, that was like six, seven years ago-ish. I, I don't remember, it's been a while. So, anyway. FI Trickster, very interesting. FI Trickster, uh, for any NTP, we're basically moralists. We lack morality. We don't know how we feel about anything. We're super neutral about everything. That's okay. That's perfectly normal. Uh, I, and people ask me how I feel about things all the time. I'm not going to answer that question. I'm just not. You know, I'm. It's more like, well, how do you feel about it? It's not about what I feel. Like, what do you, like an ENTP is like, what do you want or how do you feel? You know externally or they're like well this is the experience i like or i like this i taste this it was good you know or i saw this movie you know i had this experience at this place or whatever or here's what i think about it but we're not gonna be like oh i feel this way about this it's not about how i feel you know and a lot of people have a problem with that because they're like well you're not human or you're a machine or you know you're too logical you only care about analytics you don't care about people you know, actually I do because I have Effie Child. I'm all about caring for other people. When it comes to knowing how I feel, I just don't know. So ENTPs need to be around other introverted feeling users because we use our Effie Child to absorb their introverted feeling and we take on their morals and it becomes ethics inside of us and we can behave ethically. If an ENTP is by themselves, 
well, eventually they're going to start even behaving unethically because they need somebody to be that moral compass around the ENTP to keep them there, you know? Well, here's another example. Why is that? Here's another example of that. ENTPs have a bad rap of being super manipulative, very manipulative. Why is that? Well, their virtue is sincerity, and it's about being all about truth, right? Well, their vice is insincerity. Why is that? Well, if I'm walking around being sincere all the time to the point where it's harsh in some people's lives, I'm not going to have relationships with people. So the ENTP learns that they have to be insincere and put on a mask to wear in front of society so society would start to accept them. The problem is because they have SI inferior, that mask will start to become permanent. And literally the ENTP inadvertently starts living a lie. They start being a lie. And that's a problem. They have to have more confidence in their TI parent and just be like, I'm right, who cares? I don't care how you feel about it, I'm right. Because it's the truth. Of course, that's not always how it happens. Sometimes ENTPs, especially me all the time, as I humble myself, I find out that I'm not right and I end up learning new things. And I have to humble myself with it at TE Critic. I have to see what other people are valuing. And then I have to understand, you know, with my TI parent, okay, I may not actually be right this time. And then I'm willing to change immediately as soon as I learn something new or I'm disproven, right? Uh, it's hard sometimes to disprove uh, ENTPs because TE Critic looks at statistics and data and it's like, those are just made up or they're interpreted wrong or it's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't really believe that. So it ends up being a little bit difficult to convince TEI parent that something is true for that ENTP to change, right? You know, but they get really insincere sometimes because of that. I, I learned really young that as an ENTP, you know, People just can't really stand my type. It was true even with my own family. My own family didn't like that I was creating three-way deals and trades between kids, and I was a little hustler. You know, I was selling Pokemon cards, for example, or I do trades at church as a little kid, and, uh, you know, my parents thought I was manipulating the children, so they banned me from doing trades. They banned me from hustling, basically, right? That's really detrimental to an ENTP. So instead, I had to start wearing a mask everywhere I went. Eventually, that mask became super flimsy and it had a lot of pride and arrogance built in it. But it all stems from the fact that society in general can't stand ENTPs. Oh, well, you're too weird or you're too, you're too out there, man. You know, we can't handle that. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to put up a fake uh, mask you know, so to see that, so I have to start being insincere and being prone to lying, you know, at all times to everyone just so that I could like exist in this society, really. That's what ENTPs go through all the time, right? So if you're concerned about your ENTP not being sincere with you, there's a very good risk. There's a good risk that they're not being sincere, but you just have to ask them, you know, is this the real you? Are you, are you being sincere right now? Are you sure? Are you actually serious about this? Just ask, you know? And the ENTP will be like, oh, you know, how does that work? If the SI inferior of the ENTP is comfortable around you, if you focus on making them comfy and they're super comfortable with you, they'll take off their mask and they won't be fake with you. They'll be straight up real with you. And if you can accept what they have to say, they'll love you forever. In fact, they will become loyal to you. ENTJ women out there who are watching this, INTJ women, NTJ women watching this, this is major. If you want to have a great relationship, get yourself an NTP because their SI inferior or SI child is everything you've ever wanted.
to be able to give them an amazing experience, right? Uh, to have someone who's loyal to you, to have someone who's not an idiot, who you can always bounce ideas off, who exists to make you feel better and to give you what you want. That's what these people are for, right? And it all stems from the fact that society just doesn't like them in the same way that society thinks NTJs are crazy too. You know, INTJs all the time get labeled as autistic, even though they're not. It's ridiculous. But you have fellow people and your fellow NTs, fellow, NT, you know, and NTPs especially that, you know, we're all suffering in the same way here. But I'm willing to take off my mask and be loyal to you if you make me comfortable. And that's all you have to do. And anyone outside of NTJs, same thing. All you have to do to get an ENTP to be sincere with you and no longer being insincere with their vice, you just have to make them comfortable. Once they're comfortable and they'll start telling you the truth, the insincerity will rub off and then it'll just be pure, sincere ENTP and you're off to the races, right? Why does this happen? Well, people just don't like ENTPs. It's because they have FI Trickster, because society views ENTPs as moralists, you know, lacking morality, which is technically true because we have the, we just can't make moral decisions, but we rely on NTJs or fellow FI users to be our moral compass because if we surround ourselves with those people, then we will start to behave morally via behaving ethically. SE Demon, very important. If you do not make your ENTP comfortable, if you do not allow them to do what they should, if you do not allow the ENTP to behave dutifully, because ENTPs do not do what they want in as much as they do what they should do, believe it or not. If you do not give them room to do this, to do what they believe they should do, to, uh, to fulfill their duty, to behave honorably, well, you're gonna have a problem. You're gonna get TI parented by their ego, but if you're still not listening, They'll try to uh, use their TI child within the ISFG subconscious and try to, uh, you know, outlast you. If that doesn't work, then they'll try to strategize a way to get out of the situation. But if they're still trapped, you know what they're going to do? They're going to burn the world to the ground. That is SE Demon. Because just like in the Dark Knight, you have ESFP Demon right here. This is the superego. For some reason, I didn't write it up here, but... Uh, the superego is ESFP demon parasite, and it exists to burn the world. There is an ENTP in a movie called The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker. That's an ENTP stuck in his demonic parasite ESFP demon side. And all he wants to do is burn the world down because he had so much suffering that his SI inferior and his, and his ISFJ subconscious couldn't take it because it was forced upon him. He couldn't choose the suffering on his own. It was all forced upon him. Uh, he had no power, you know, child abuse, uh, things that he experienced in war, warped his brain in such a way that he became this crazed terrorist who didn't really care. Everything was all random. It's chaotic evil. Chaotic evil is here. This is chaotic neutral, but this is chaotic evil. And it exists to burn the world to the ground. Why? If the ENTP fails to combat a situation, if an ISFJ fails to combat a situation, if the INTJ fails to combat a situation, ESFP will burn everything to the ground. Why? Well, because then there's a chance, there's a chance that new life will come and maybe a better tomorrow because that's all the ENTP has left. But to avoid activating SE Demon, keep the ENTP comfortable. Give recognition to the ENTP. Do not guilt the ENTP. 
Always listen to what the ENTP thinks and always state what you want so the ENTP is not left guessing what you want because the ENTP uses what you want and what you desire as a way to gauge their behavior and to understand what the ENTP should do because the ENTP should not be left forced to want to do things of their own will. The ENTP kind of wants us to be told what they should do and how they should behave and what is their duty, what is their honor to serve because they have this very serving-oriented ISFJ knight in shining armor in their head, and all they want to do really is to serve, to serve you, their lover, their friend, their family, their society, and be appreciated for it. Well, people don't like ENTPs, so ENTPs are not often appreciated for anything. And that's one of the reasons why they become super insincere when they were trying to be sincere all along. Again, don't allow that to happen, and you will have a great, loyal relationship with an ENTP that will change everything. And in fact, because you're empowering your ENTP in that way, they will start getting the ability to change the world as well as the course of the future of our entire race. That's how important it is. Steve Jobs did it. Ben Franklin did it. Your ENTP may be able to do it too. I know I certainly intend to. So... If you found this video helpful, educationing, enlightening, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel, uh, support the channel. Uh, if you want to view the transcripts for any of my videos, go to my website at csjoseph.life. I'm going to be posting more transcripts uh, pretty soon. I don't have very many, but I'll try to get every video up sooner than later. And uh, we're going to be doing the ENFP in our next video. And I will also be releasing some additional videos on human nurture uh, to go more about human attraction dynamics in the very future. So I know this uh, video is a little bit longer, but it is my type. So I knew that it would be a little bit longer because it's mine, because especially since ENTPs are very misunderstood. So, uh, but definitely more content to come, guys. I really appreciate all of the support, especially on Twitter uh, and also the comments I've been getting in, on the YouTube channel. So it's been fantastic. And again, if you have any questions about ENTPs, leave a comment, and I will do my best to answer your questions. So with all that, I'll uh, probably see you guys tonight or tomorrow. See you then.